everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It's Friday. It is July 8th. It is 2022. We have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Doing good. Glad to be on. Uh, should be a, a really good slate here. Got some pitching, got some hitting. Most importantly, we got Will and Stevie. So, yeah, let's have some fun, man. Yeah, should be a good podcast. Should be fun. It's always fun. No should be about it. It's always fun. We have fun. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get, but we have fun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, we're going to jump right in. We got we got 14 games. And as always, we're going to give you our first thoughts, first opinions, break down the slate um, as a first look podcast. We start here with the Angels and Orioles. Eight and a half total. Pick them game in this one. Deepmers against Tyler Wells. Any interest in Reed Deepmers today? Uh, not in fantasy, maybe in, in, uh, props. We'll see where he comes out at. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. 6,600. Um, I mean, he did throw 95 pitches last time out, but that was also two weeks ago. Um, so he's getting called back up here. Um, I don't know what to really think here on, Deepmers, I'm not a huge fan. I know he is someone that has a no hitter and he's pitched well. It's just doesn't miss a ton of bats. 18% K rate gives up a lot of hard contact. Um, Baltimore's not the best offense, but it's obviously not the worst offense either. So I'll probably pass on Deepmers today at 6,600. I don't necessarily think I would. I don't think I'd talk you off of him at his price, but I mean it's a 14 game slate. You're going to need some solid pitching here and. I think if I was going to play a pitcher in this game, I think it'd be Tyler Wells. I think he'd be the guy that I'd take the shot on. Um, he doesn't have a ton of strikeout ability, but he does a great job of limiting power. So potentially getting the top half of this lineup and, you know, there are strikeouts in this lineup as well. So I think I'd play Tyler Wells over Dietmers today. Yeah, I do like Tyler Wells. Um, it, just because it, so I think the Angels are going to give him some strikeouts. Like, I mean, and I know he got seven against Minnesota. That's not who he is per se. Like, I'm not looking for seven strikeouts. But hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying, Stevie. I think if he can get four strikeouts in this matchup and continue to limit the damage like he's done, like, you know, give up one run or so, then, I mean, I think that'll be very respectable, especially if he can squeeze out six innings. So. I'm not looking for 30 points from Tyler Wells. I'm looking for maybe 15 to 18. If I get anything in that range, I think I'm feeling good. Uh, Bats here on the Angels side. Anything standing out to you here for LA? No, I mean, look, at some, you you could always play a Trout or an Otani and uh, try to get a home run out of them, but I don't feel like, you know, I'm stacking up the Angels or trying to play any of them these days, even in Camden. I just, Unless the weather's ridiculous, like I think, I think I'm going to pass on the Angels on a 14 game slate. I think you could play Otani or Trout, but they're so expensive that you're going to need a punt pitcher. A punt pitcher, you probably are going to want to play as well. So um, that doesn't really work out. I'm never going to tell you not to take chances on Trout and Otani if you're playing 150 lineups. 
Baltimore side of this game. I think Demers is hittable. I, I really do. So, I mean, I have a ton of interest in Mountcastle, Santander, Mancini, and Hayes right in the heart of this lineup. Um, overall, they're not overly expensive. So, I, I don't mind like a little mini stack here for Baltimore. Yeah, I get that for sure. Um, I'm with you. I'm not stacking them either, but, you know, a mini stack can always work. Of course, these guys stay fairly cheap. Like, Mount Castle's 44, Mancini's 4K now. Um, so, like, you know, they're not in the 3K range where, where they were kind of hovering for a long time, but they're still not expensive. Um, Mullins is 5,500. He's expensive, but uh, outside of that, I'm with you. Mini stacks, but that's it for me. All right, cruising along here, we got the Yankees and the Red Sox. Cortez against Siebold. No total in this game. Um, I'm guessing books are still waiting on Connor Siebold or not. What are your thoughts here on Cortez? Yeah, I think Cortez will have some some strikeout ability for sure. Um, You know, we saw what – Garrett Cole was able to do today. Now, look, Garrett Cole still gave up runs, and that's why, you know, it's how it goes sometimes. But I definitely think there will be some case here for Cortez. Do I think Cortez is worth the 10.1 price tag? No, uh, but I, I understand paying up to be contrarian from time to time. Um, so I like Cortez, but I don't, I don't love him. Yeah, I, I think for me, on Cortez, I think he's okay. Um, there's a, it's not like uh, it's one of those sites again where I don't know if we necessarily have like an elite ace where I'm like, oh, I'm 100% on this guy. We have some good options and we're going to talk about those guys as we're going. So I don't necessarily want to like rule Cortez out right now, but he's as of right now, he's not my favorite option in this oh. range. So I've got my favorite on the day. So you, yeah. you probably do too. <laughs> oh, I mean, I do. And we'll talk about him here. I think the next game, um, actually. Um, the other side of this game, we got Connor Siebold here. Um, 74 pitches last time out, 86 in his debut. AAA getting called back up for this game. Um, I'm not expecting much here, to be honest. Yeah, same here. Not sweating it. Uh, I'm not playing Connor at all. Yankees bats. Judge is banged up. Rizzo's banged up. So we'll have to see if they're back in the lineup. If those guys are out, you get Stanton at 52, and then you get everybody else under 4,500. Yeah, same thing kind of from the previous slate. Uh, Judge got ruled out, and then you kind of – you're just sitting there with Stanton. Like you said, he's the only guy that's pretty much above 5K. And then everybody else is cheap. I mean, geez. Donaldson, 3,800. LeMayhew, 45. Torres, 41. Um, if Rizzo sits again, um, we'll have even more cheap bats. I mean, Gallo, he's 2,700. Just – I mean, man, it's just so many cheap plays, man. So – I will be in again on the, on the Yankees for sure. Yeah, I like the Yankees a lot here. Um, Carpenter, obviously, really like Matt Carpenter. He's one of my favorite hitters today at 3,700. Yeah. 
Um, and you can play him in the outfield too. So if Rizzo does end up playing, you can play both of these guys. And I think that's fantastic. So um, on the Red Sox side of things, Cortez is a good pitcher. You know, it, it's not like I I don't want to play Cortez because the Red Sox are an overall good team. And it's not like Cortez is a guy that's typically going to get blown up. He is a fly ball guy. So if you want to take shots on a guy like J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogart, Trevor Story, I, go for it. Um, Story is 4,400. J.D. is 5K. Xander Bogart's 4,800. So they're all kind of respectably priced, but I, I think they all have upside to hit home runs in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. I, this is just one off central for me. I, I'm definitely not stacking Boston here. Um, you know, like you said, I mean, it's kind of the same thing today. You know, Devers was able to get a hold of, of Garrett Cole on the previous slate, but you know, you don't want to go in with the intentions of stacking a, a, a team against a guy that can, can definitely get the job done. So uh, I would one off some of these guys, probably Devers, but all in all, I'm avoiding Boston. All right, moving on. We got Miami at New York facing the Mets. Seven and a half total in this game. Mets, a 160 favorite. Bassett against Lopez. Any interest here in Pablo Lopez? Man, um, I think for the price, I'm interested. You know, we've seen Pablo in the 9K range, 10K range this season. He's going to have a tough time with the Mets. Like, this isn't a spot where, you know, he's guaranteed to have a great outing. Um, you know, and if you look at his performances here recently, they haven't been stellar. But I still think Pablo is an okay pitcher. Um, he's on the list, but further down the list for me. Like, he's not somebody I feel like I have to play. Mets are just an overall good team against right-handed pitching. They're top five in a lot of statistics outside of home runs. Um, I think a lot of that is ballpark more than anything else. You know, they're play, they play in a really tough ballpark. A lot of the teams in the conference they play against um, division, not conference, basketball in the brain. Um, <laughs> so I think Pablo Lopez is a really good pitcher. I just don't know if he necessarily has the ceiling to win you a, a tournament today. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at on Pablo Lopez. And he has big time road home splits. This ballpark's very good pitcher's ballpark. So I'm not too concerned about like the ballpark it's more of just the matchup more than yeah anything else see what the lineup looks like though the Mets have been moving their lineup around a lot so he could potentially draw a good lineup here the other side of this game Chris Bassett I'm assuming this is your favorite pitcher today um this is where I'm at when we're considering price in the matchup Bassett at home against the Marlins at 8700 He's coming off of um, being sick, but everything that I've read is shouldn't be limited here. So, I mean, if we're going to get 100 pitches of Chris Bassett against the Marlins at 8,700, sign me up. Yeah, Bassett is – he's 1A for me today, Stevie. I've got another guy that's, that's cheaper than him that's like 1B, and I think you'll agree. He, he's really cheap today. Like, I, I was shocked. Uh, but Bassett's definitely 1A for me. Um, this is a great matchup for him. Uh, the strikeouts have mostly been back too, Stevie. Like if you look at, you know, kind of the beginning of the season to, to now, um, they're there like seven, eight, six, five, nine, seven, like that. That's what I want to see. I definitely think he can pick up 
you know, six or seven Ks in this matchup easily yet again. Only thing is, it's going to be his third time facing Miami in a row, but he is at home. I, I like Bassett, 8700 This is a great price. Sign me up. Yep. And I don't think he's going to get a – I could be wrong, but perhaps um, – geez, God, what's the second baseman from Miami? He's probably – he may sit yet again. Uh, Jazz Chisholm is still out. So Yeah, he's still out. Um, you know – I, I think Bassett's going to be fine here. Really great price. Probably should have been 10K in this spot. I don't think we see, for what it's worth, I don't think we see Jazz until next week at the earliest. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Bassett. We're going to live in the 8K range if you like another guy in the 8K range. So, uh, we're going to be on the he, same page. He's under eight. You, you, oh, okay. Well, oh all right. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, bats in this game. Anything here on the Miami side that you like? No, I'm just, I'm just definitely not playing Miami today. Not bats. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at as well. Um, and I honestly, I don't even really love the Mets. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game with two solid pitchers against. I mean, the Mets' offense is solid, but look at the pricing. Like on DraftKings, the pricing is just so high that it's really tough to have interest in. Marte at home against Lopez at 64. Lindor 6K. Alonzo's 58. Like, no. Yeah. They, they thought the bats were Chris Bassett. They got the algorithm wrong. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, we're cruising. We got Washington at Atlanta. This game has a nine total. The Braves are a 275 favorite in this one. Eric Fetty against Charlie Morton. I don't have any interest in Eric Fetty. Uh, do you have any interest in him today? No. Yeah. Listen, this is a 14-game slate. We're just going to leave it at no. Um, Eric Fetty's not a good pitcher facing a good offense, so tough to like him in this spot. Uh, Charlie Morton on the other side of this game, huge favorite here. Morton's shown good strikeout ability to both sides of the plate this season. He's 9,200. I think he's playable today. Um but I, I wouldn't say, like, he's a top three pitcher for me today. Yeah, definitely not better than Chris Bassett. Chris Bassett is my measuring stick for how far I want to go up today, believe it or not. Um, and so I, I realistically, as of right now, I don't want to get to anyone above Chris Bassett. Um, now, look, Morton's been fantastic, Steve. I mean, over the past, let's call it five, ten games, I mean, this matchup against Cincinnati, 10Ks, Philly, 5Ks, San Fran, 11, Chicago, 9, Pittsburgh, 12. Probably a part of, partially of matchup, but still we're further in the season now. Pitch counts continuing to be there in the mid-90s to low 100s. Um, you know, I, I feel like he's gotten his act together since the beginning of the season when he was struggling a bit, as a lot of pitchers were struggling the first Let's call it four or five games, Steve. You're trying to get their their arms under them, if you will. So I like that. I like Morton. Um, doesn't quite make the 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 cut for me because Bassett's a lot cheaper, and then my other guy's a whole lot cheaper. Um, I would start with those two, but Morton's not off the list per se. He just he doesn't make the the top three for me, like you said. <laughs> So here's the thing, right? Washington, they don't have a ton of power outside of Soto and Bell, but they also don't strike out a ton. So 
can Morton get there? Yeah. I mean, if he's, if he's hitting the zone and he's getting it, he's obviously someone that can get there. So for me, it's more of just like overall ceiling more than anything else here for Morton. I think he's in a good spot. I think he wins the game. I think he pitches well. Um, it's just more, does he have the ceiling? I don't think so. So, um, yeah, moving on. Oh, oh, bats in this game. Anything on the Washington side that you like here against Charlie Morton? Nothing on Washington. Stack Atlanta. Like, that's the formula for this game, I think. And Eric Eric Fetty typically, if I can remember, Steven, and this is just me going off being a fan watching the game, I feel like we typically have good games against Eric Fetty. Um, So I I, I like the Braves here. Full-on stacking for sure. I will say, really quick, um, I don't have a ton of interest in Washington, but I do like Juan Soto as a one-off. Morton does give up a ton of hard contact and fly balls to lefties. So Juan Soto is 5,100. Juan Soto is a – he's a 10K hitter. Or not a 10K hitter, a 6K hitter. Um, He has the ceiling to break a slate. So I think he's a one-off option. But, yeah, I mean, I love the Braves here. I'm right there with you. Eric Fetty is a guy that has low strikeouts. He walks a lot of people. So, I mean, these are the types of guys you want to hit. Um, or, or or pitch against or play hitters against walking and stuff, but yeah, I mean, I like the Braves a lot. They're a top stack for me today. Yeah, Minnesota at Texas, eight total pick'em game. Sunny Gray against John Gray, Battle of the Grays. Um, Sunny Gray is, is ninety seven hundred here. Um, going up against Texas, do you have any interest in Sunny Gray here? Um, I gotta say no. Once again, the Chris Bass. If I was gonna play Gray, I'd absolutely just play Morton because I do feel like Morton has a let's call it safer leash, if you will, Stevie. Like Sonny Gray hasn't gone past 100 pitches all season. He's not going past 100, I don't think. Uh, so definitely not in on uh Sonny Gray here. Although I do believe that this matchup is okay for him. I, I just. 9700 I think that's the wrong price for him today. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at as well. I could see I could see Sonny Gray having a good game here. Yeah. I don't think he I don't think he gets blown up, but his biggest his biggest and only big game this season was against Detroit and I mean me and you could pitch good against Detroit at this point. So close. Yeah. I just I struggle with him. I mean, I like John Gray though. He's 8K. He has upside. He, the strikeout stuff seems to be coming back. This is a guy when he first came into the bigs with Colorado, we were talking about a lot. And it was oh. just, you know, when he was on the road, we were like, all right, you got to play John Gray. And like he's still giving up hard contact and he still gives up some home runs, but Seven, eight, five, six, ten in his last five games strikeouts. Strikeouts are back, Stevie. Like yeah. I said, I think that's the big thing. Um, and Minnesota, he's going to get strikeouts yet again. Uh, he's another guy, Stevie, in terms of uh, on my pitching outs list. He's another candidate to go six almost every game. Not every game, but most games he's, he's going to go six. I like him over 17 and a half strikeouts. He may – I'm not sure where he's going to come in on the spectrum tomorrow because the strikeouts have been there so much. 
My thoughts are he comes in at five and a half now because he had been around four and a half, five. I got to think he comes in at five and a half, and I think we're taking the over. Also, at 8K, I think we're playing him. So I'm with you. I like John Gray at 8K for sure. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota, especially if, like, Correa is not in the lineup, you're really worried about a few hitters at the top. Um, and he can get Buxton at least once. Yeah. Buxton might be one of the home runs, too. So Exactly. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so you're always worried about a little bit. but Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Bats, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I- I'm actually not playing either side of this game. As much as I like both pitchers, obviously I like John Gray more than Sonny because I think the leash is there. Strikeouts today, and Sonny Gray will have his strikeouts too. But John Gray is seventeen hundred cheaper. Like it's a no brainer. Um, like both pitchers, like John Gray a lot. Uh, he's John Gray's in my top three today for what it's worth. Um, don't want to play much of Sonny Gray because he's ninety seven hundred. Yeah, I don't. I don't love like bats in this game in, in general. Uh, I think yeah. both of these pitchers are solid. I don't expect it to be. I mean. Some books have this at seven and a half. So I just don't think this is going to be a high scoring game overall. So I can get with you. All right. Moving on. We got Detroit at Chicago Scoble against Giolito in this one. Seven and a half total. White Sox, a 175 favorites. Any interest here in Scoble? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I think he, I think you can sprinkle him, Stevie. I, I am willing to play him at 76, but he's been awful here recently. Uh, but I don't think I need to play him today. So I, I don't think he's the worst play, but I think I'm going to choose to hit the X button on him today. I mean, I will say that Bo Brisky made the White Sox look silly through seven innings so far. Oh, on I know. Thursday night. I know. Um, the, making me eat my words i was i i even wrote up um chicago minus one and a half and just making me eat it so i think scoble is all about the lineup but he has been awful recently so yeah i probably don't play him but i mean lucas giolito is 7800 he's he's two thousand dollars too cheap here um he's just in a fantastic spot Steve, i mean this is the guy right like what? doesn't make sense I, I I mean, you open up the slate, you say, okay, what's going on today? You look through and you say, it's one of those ones you start, you know, rubbing your eyes and you're saying, did I read that correctly? No, 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 I didn't read that correctly. G. Lino 7800 is the top play on the day. He's got to beat Stevie. Even on a 14-game slate, I got to think G. Alito is going to be pushing 40, 50% on ship. There's just no way he should be 7800 here. I talked about 1A, 1B. It's him. It's Bassett. I think that's the combination of the day. Um, and you get different everywhere else. And, man, that's probably going to be incredibly chalky, Stevie. But, man, I mean, it, it's the right play, at least for now. Love Giolito here at 78. I don't have to sell you guys. Detroit's terrible. The strikeouts will be there. He's just too cheap. This, this, this pricing is wrong. I think they got Giolito and Sonny Gray back for what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, even if he puts up like 20, 25, it doesn't matter because he's yeah. just so cheap. 
I don't know. Sometimes the pricing just makes massive chalk and, you know, game theory wise, you could, there's other pitchers today, right? Like there's other guys in this range today that can outscore him. Like your coyotes facing Oakland. We'll talk about him when we get there. We talked about Bassett, Charlie Morton, you know, um, there's other pitchers today that could outscore him. He is just, I mean, if you're playing cash games, you're playing Giolito. That's the first thing you do. You click his name. So, yeah, I, I mean, if you're play, like if you're playing cash games, don't you just like plug in Giolito and um, Bassett and call it a day and start building your hitters? I mean, they're that, just so cheap. That's what I think. I think that's I think that's the strategy. I mean, um, you don't you don't overthink it in cash games today. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, bats in this game. Anything here on the Detroit side for you? No. Yeah, I don't really have any interest in Detroit. And then on the White Sox, Eloy's 4,100 against the lefty. I mean, okay, I think you could stack Chicago White Sox today. Um, I think you do it, Stevie. Like, I, I think we, we see whether or not Scooball is going to be get better today, right? Like, he's been really bad recently. So I think you stack the White Sox and you make Scooball – I make Scooball prove to me that he's going to try and turn this thing around as the season goes down, down the, uh, down the road, but man, he's, he's been so rough. I still, you don't want to go through the data and still make sure that uh, everything lines up properly. But I, I think we stack the white Sox today. And once again, make school ball prove to us that he's going to get better the rest of the season. I think the white Sox stack is actually very playable. Just kind of looking at some of these prices here. Um, especially if like uh, Shelby Zavala, Catches, he's 3,200. If Pollock bats leadoff, he's 3,600. Eloy is 41. Then you go big hitters with Anderson, Robert, and Abreu. Like, the stack is super juicy. And, like, stacks have worked against um, Scoble here recently. He's allowed at least five earned runs in four of his last five starts and over four earned runs in five or four of his last five starts. So, uh, I said it wrong the first time. My bad. Yeah. All right. We got... Cleveland at Kansas City, Guardians and Royals, eight and a half. Slight favorite here to the Royals on most books. It's very small. Uh, Savelli, Savelli against uh, Singer. Any interest here in Aaron Savelli? No. He's cheap enough that I think he is actually not the worst option on this slate. But I'm probably with you. I probably don't end up on him today it's tough because i mean kansas city is a very beatable offense there's just no power in this lineup right now like when the highest guy with iso against righty is 182 and it's melendez like wit merrifield bentendi these guys just there's just no power here with salvador perez out of this lineup right now um i guess if bobby witt's back in the lineup he has like a 207 iso so i think he is not the worst option he's not the best that's for sure um, any interest here in Singer? No, not against Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, Singer has some he strikeout has upside. Up. Yeah, he has some strikeout his... upside. You can play him every once in a while, depending on the matchup. Like, last time out, he faced Detroit, and he was very viable in that matchup. But not in this one. Um, I mean... By the way, Chris Bassett came out at four and a half Ks on Monkey Knife Fight today. Nice. Oh, God have to go look at that 
Any interest here in um, Cleveland Bats? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do have some interest. Uh, Jose Ramirez is definitely top of my list today. Um, you know, I, I think this is a, somewhat of a smash spot for him at 5,200. Prices come down. I mean, we've been playing Jose uh, in the 6K range this season. And so now he's come down to 5,100. You know, hasn't really had a big game here recently. I, I like Jose to get a hold of one for sure. Yeah, definitely like Jose Ramirez. Um, Jimenez. At 4K against the righty, he's 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 viable. You want lefties against Singer. The Guardians don't have a ton of lefties, especially if Josh Naylor's not back in the lineup or not, but he had a day off Thursday um, and didn't play Wednesday, so he should be back in there. You could take shots on, like, Quan, and if you want, like, a five-man stack, you could throw in, like, a Fran Mil Reyes at 2,900 and just take the upside ceiling. So um, Kansas City side... If Bobby Witt's not in the lineup, I really don't have any interest in this lineup at all. Um, I think you play MJ um, Melendez at 4,200 as a one-off catcher, but that's about it. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing anyone from Kansas City. Pittsburgh at Milwaukee, taking on the Brewers, 8.5 total. Brewers a 200 favorite here. JT Brubaker going up against Aaron Ashby. Line, uh, the line was a little weird to me. Um, I don't know how you feel about this line, but the line when it came out, it, it was it was somewhat interesting to me. Anyway, um, any interest here in JT Brubaker? Uh, I have a little bit, Stevie. It's just, I, I wish he was a little cheaper. Um, because I'm, I'm definitely not playing him over uh, Giolito. And I think that's, once again, that's, that's my issue. I think I need him to be a little cheaper. But, you know, you look at the performances here recently, giving up some runs, but also getting the Ks. Uh, if he could dial back some of the runs, he, he'd hit 20 fantasy points. I think he's okay, but I, I'm not playing him over Giolito, which is, which is probably most of the reason why he's going to end up left on the shelf here. Yeah, I, I probably don't get to him. Um, Aaron Ashby on the other side of this game, top prospect in the Brewers organization, good fastball slider combination. I don't know what to think here. Um, he's a lefty, and this lineup is going to be interesting to see what it looks like. Um this is all gonna depend on the lineup for me, but I mean Ashby has big strikeout stuff. And depending on the lineup, we could be looking at like a a nine-plus type strikeout game for Aaron Ashby here. So another pitcher, you know, kind of under this mid-tier that is very playable today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should be a good one for him. Um, his price is in that 7K range. I think he'd take a shot on him because he's definitely got the upside. And you uh, you roll from there. Yeah, it's just, I mean, a lot of the guys they called up are lefties. Like, oh, no, Cruz. Like, what is this lineup going to look like? You know, obviously got Hayes. But even, like, Swinzinski is a lefty. So, I think this is going to be a really good lineup for Ashby. Do you have any interest in the Pittsburgh Bats? No. I don't mind Brian Reynolds in tournaments at 4,200 or um, Hayes 
assuming that Hayes bats lead off at 3,300, but not a stack for spot for me by any means. And even on the Milwaukee side, I mean, JT Brubaker, he's been, he's been good enough that I don't think I necessarily want to stack against him. He does struggle a lot more with lefties. So if you want to play like a Yelich or a rowdy Tellis, um, I wouldn't talk you off of that Colton Wong, Navarez, but again, I think it'd be more one-offs than anything else here. Yeah. I, I can roll with that. I Brubaker is probably going to give up a run or two, but I can't pinpoint it. And so I'm with you. Some one-offs. You, you talked about Wong, like maybe, um, you know, maybe McCutcheon gets to him, um, can take him deeper down, maybe something like that. But I just, I, I'm not really thrilled about rostering either one of these teams. I promise there's bats that we like in the slate. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Philadelphia at St. Louis, seven and a half total in this one. I mean, this open at Cardinals minus 135, and it's already down to almost a pick em game. Um, it's Wheeler against Wainwright. Any interest here in Zach Wheeler? In my mind, I wish I could play Zach at 10K, Stevie. But I just don't feel like that's an optimal strategy. Now, let me say this. If we see a lineup like we saw on the previous slate, Zach Wheeler is going to be even more in play. You know, we saw Spencer Stryer really hang a number on this St. Louis team, watered down lineup. If we happen to get a watered down lineup, I think Zach's in play. I think he's the best spend up option on this slate. Like if you're looking at like absolute studs on this slate, I think I'd prefer, prefer him over Cortez, Sonny Gray, Anderson, and Morton. Um, I, I mean, Wheeler has a 28% K rate on the season. He doesn't walk people. He doesn't give up power. So I think if you're looking at spending up for the top tier, he's in there, but does he have more upside than Giolito for three, $2,000 more, you know? Um, probably not. <laughs> That's the difference in the matchups today. Um, Adam Wainwright on the other side of this game. Do I want to play Adam Wainwright today? Probably not. Do I want to pick on Adam Wainwright today? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, um, there's a lot of power at the top end, end of this lineup. There's a lot of strikeouts at the bottom half of this lineup. Um, but there's also a lot of guys in the mid t- middle, like Real Muto, Didi, Stout. Like, these guys don't strike out a ton. So, I mean, I probably don't go Wayne right here at 8,400. Yep. I probably don't stack against them either. Like, I, I really don't have a ton of interest in bats in this game. Yep. That's the thing. I don't like the bats. Pitching is okay. I don't think I'm playing Wayne Wright at 84, though, Steve. I can tell you that. Um, just generally speaking, I don't think it's worth it at all. Like, at all. Right. All right. Colorado at Arizona. Eight total in this game. The Diamondbacks, a slight 155 favorite here. We got Chad Cool going up against Zach Gollin. Any interest here in Chad Cool? Nope. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. I think he's really cheap 
and he gets a bad rep because of the games that he pitches at home. Um, but honestly, he has a little bit strikeout, a little bit more strikeout upside on the road, but still not like a great pitcher. And he has one good game to his career, or <laughs> we'll say season. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm messing with you, Chad. Cool, keeping it cool, man. Uh, but yeah, no interest in me on Chad Cool. And then Zach Gollin on the other side of this game, as good as the Rockies are against left-handed pitching, they actually kind of stink against righties. And Zach Gollin, the 8,300, is another guy in this mid-tier that has 25-plus point upside on the slate. Yeah, for sure. Um, Gollin's definitely on the list. He's not at the top of my list because um, I don't feel like he has the consistent – consistent strikeout upside like some of these other guys um but you know he's still got his leash is still in the mid 90s to um you know low 100s on a normal game um so at 8300 i, I don't mind him be, being on the, this league at all um any interest in the rockies bats against Gollin? <sighs> not really I mean, Zach Allen, it really doesn't have a ton of weak spots in his game where you can, like, just pinpoint something where I'm like, oh, I I have to take a shot. I think, if anything, he doesn't have a great changeup. So, if you want to take a shot on CJ Crone and hope he gets a hold of, like, a a, a hanging changeup or something, he's very good against changeups. That's about it. But overall, I don't have a ton of interest in the Rockies. I do, however have a lot of interest in Arizona. Um, I think this is a really good spot for Arizona. Chad Cool is a guy that struggles keeping the ball on the ground. He struggles with soft contact. So when I'm looking at Peralta, Rojas, Varsho, um, Smith, really any lefty that cracks the lineup here for Arizona is in play for me, and they're all under 4,500 today. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on the Arizona bats. Um, You know, Chad Cool has not really had a cool season. Um, Oh, man. It's been great. So, I like Arizona. Marte, uh, if they're going to continue, Stevie, to give us uh, Luplo at 2,400, like, I mean, people are just going to keep playing him. Um, You know, Christian Walker, 3,700, like, this team is just really cheap. Um, they're at home, uh, fairly patient at home. I, I, I like the value they're giving us today. Um, should be a fun one. San Francisco at San Diego. No total in this game. It does sound like it's going to be Sam Long. I don't know. Uh, this sounds like it's going to be like an opener situation. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if we see the slate and we see like a different kind of setup here for the Giants. But if Sam Long does pitch, we're not playing him because he probably won't throw more than an inning or two. Blake Snell on the other side of this game, 7,900. Do we have interest here in Snell? Mm, Like Snell's close to playable. Like I think the thing with Snell, Stevie, is – is he not going to have that one inning where he decides to pitch really horribly <laughs> and, and pitch for like, I mean, just don't go for 35 pitches in one of these innings and 
I mean, we, we might be okay here. Um, I think he's fine. Like at 7,900, he's one of those pitchers where he's got enough strikeout upside to overcome a run or two. Um, he's got to really be on if he's going to overcome three or four. Um, against San Francisco, I'm willing to risk it some with him being at home in San Diego. But all in all, um, I still like him better than Giolito because it's not a better matchup. So if I had to pick between the two, I'd absolutely pick Giolito. If I wanted to spin down double, like I, I think I think I could get away with the Blake Snell-Giolito combo. And let's just hope that we get good Blake Snell like he was against the Dodgers and just strike out 12 guys in five innings, and then we can all go home happy. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? Because Sally's out, Longoria is out, and Estrada is not likely to play. That's three of the righties that – I mean, Longoria has power, Caselli has power, and Estrada just doesn't strike out. So – Maybe the lineup is favorable for him. Maybe they have to leave a couple of those lefties in the lineup. Check the lineup for Snell. I, I think that's the biggest thing you're gonna you're gonna get an advantage if, if the lineup comes out and you get some lefties in here. He has a 32.5% K rate against lefties this year. We know that he has big strikeout stuff. He's not he's not like a must play today. There's a lot of options on the slate. Not a must play by any means. Um bats. Giants, if they do platoon, I mean, Ruff is someone that I definitely don't mind here. Flores is someone that I don't mind. But my favorite play today from San Francisco is Joey Bart at 2K, punt catcher, platoon splits, big power. Give me all the Joey Bart today. Yeah, I don't mind Joey Bart at all. I think that's a good read there for sure. Uh, You know. I know you love cheap catchers anyway, Stevie. Oh, I know. Uh, 2K but, catcher I mean, with power? Yeah, 2K, Sign yeah, me let's, up. <laughs> let's let's run it. Uh, if nothing else, he might get walked. Uh, <laughs> so I like Bart as well. Um, what's, what's the other guy's name here? Jeez. Um, do, do you think you think Slater's going to play today? He probably is. Slater's on my list too. Like if, if he cracks the lineup. Yeah, he should be and he yeah. hits at the top sometimes too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At 3,200, like if we're if we're getting into a couple a couple pieces to take off here, Slater's got a little pop. I, I would be in on some some Slater as well at 3,200. The only concern that I will say about these platoon righties is right when a right-handed pitcher comes in, they platoon the lefties back in. So that's why I always kind of stay away from the stacks on San Francisco and just play more one-off type builds. Um, yeah. The other side of this one, you know, long is a lefty. If he pitches, we don't even know what to expect from pitching. So, I mean, if you do get a lefty, obviously you have to have some interest in Machado Alfaro at catcher. If there's a lefty pitching, he has a lot of power at 3,600. You could take shots on him. Um, it's so tough to break down a spot when you don't know who's going to pitch here. Yeah, absolutely. With you 100%. Um, yeah, I think we can move it along. We got some good bats that are still to come. Houston at Oakland, your Kyde against Blackburn. No total in this one. Um, another guy that has big upside, 
strikeout wise. He does struggle with walks from time to time. But I mean, Ukaidi is facing Oakland, one of the worst offenses in baseball. He's 8,200, another pitcher that is on the list today. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially facing Oakland, um, a team that is is beatable in the strikeout department, like hands down. Um, Jose's not my favorite pitcher in general, um, but you know he, he will have the opportunities here uh, at to, to pick up the K's. I mean, he picked up eight against. The Angels, which is a high strikeout team, uh, I, I think he's in play for sure. I, I'm with you. Um, Jose is is good to go for me. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you on your Kaidi. I think this is a can't wait to see what the prop comes out with strikeout wise. Um, if he comes out at like four and a half, five and a half, I think I'm taking the over. Paul Blackburn on the other side of this game, 7,200. Paul Blackburn's a solid pitcher. He's not great. He doesn't have, like, the the big stuff to attack this Houston lineup. So I'm going to pass on him today with so many good options. Yeah, definitely not a need to play Paul Blackburn on this slate by any stretch of the imagination. All right. Bats in this game, anything standing out to you here for Houston? Oh, man, love Houston today, Stevie. Uh, Blackburn is, is typically not a guy uh, that, in my opinion, is going to get, let's call it blown up, but uh, I definitely think there are going to be some opportunities here. Love Houston, low strikeout team. Um, I, I just think they're in play here as, as a stat. Um, I wish Michael Brantley was back in the fold. That would be great. Uh, just that's not coming together for us. That's okay. Uh, there are other guys that I can still play. Kyle Tucker's 5K, don't care. Alvarez is 58, don't care. I know Oakland, Oakland's ballpark is rough, but I, I, I think Houston has a shot to score some runs here today for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely think Houston's in play today. They have the upside, even in this ballpark, to win you a slate. So definitely make the list. But no interest for me in Oakland. They're cheap, but, I mean, it's just really hard to like any of these guys. Yes. All right, Blue Jays at Seattle taking on the Mariners. Again, a no no total in this one. It's expected, expected to be Stripling against Kirby in this one. Any interest here in Stripling going up against Seattle? I don't, I don't think I can do it, Stevie. Um I know he's 5,800. Um, the pitches, I mean, he looks like they've got him capped in the mid-80s, Stevie. And I just haven't seen enough strikeouts for it to be worth it. Like, if he was getting five strikeouts, five or six, going five innings, limiting the damage like I'd be in, but I'm just not seeing enough strikeouts in a general sense for me to invest in Ross Stripling, even at 5,800. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on Stripling today. I just don't really – I mean, he struggles with power righties. The top half of this lineup, especially with France back now, Rodriguez, France, Suarez, you know, three of the first four or five hitters, all power righties. So, I mean, that where Stripling could really get in trouble. And honestly, I can be picky today because there's so many good pitching options on this slate. So, Yeah. 
Kirby on the other side, Kirby's done a great job of showing some strikeout upside, not really walking people, but where Kirby struggles is righties. And he's going to face a very right-handed heavy team that has a ton of power. And it's just, it's a pass for me on Kirby today. Yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely see that. Um, and it's, Steve, it's kind of like, is it worth it, right? Like he's 8,100. Why would you play him over John Gray? Like what What would be the rationale there? I don't think it's worth it. I'm with you. Definitely a pass. Yep. All right. Bats in this game. Toronto, I, I don't love the ballpark, but I love the matchup. I think this is a great spot for these bats. Yeah, definitely. Um, George Springer did not play today or, or didn't start. Let me say that the Toronto game. So he should be fresh, you know, for this little trip out to Seattle, uh, 5,100 like that price. Um, you know, I, I keep talking about Alejandro Kirk, like this is probably where I hop off Steven. Now he's 5,200. Um, so just not going to play him. Uh, that price, Vlad is 52. I will play him at 5,200. Um, you know, ha- has hit a home run in the last five five or six games. Uh, two doubles. I-, I like what I'm seeing from Vlad, even though the big fantasy point performances aren't there. And then uh, Von Biggio, still cheap, still a guy that I think we can plug in if he cracks the lineup. I know Espinal kind of let off because uh, – um, Springer was out in the previous slate, but even him still, Espinal, 3,700. I, I don't hate that price as well. Just enough cheap bats with Toronto uh, for us to to attack Kirby here uh, with his reverse splits. Like, I mean, the Toronto power just in a great spot. And then, like, the Seattle, Seattle power righties, Rodriguez, France, Suarez. If you want to throw in, like, Crawford, at 3,900, I think they're okay against stripling in this spot. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you 100%. I, and I, I just – I don't like stripling anyway. So, uh, I'm saying in this spot, uh, not as a person. I know you guys understood that. But uh, I, I like Seattle. I think Seattle's fine. Crawford, 3,900. That's too cheap, I think, um, here for that spot. You got, you know, Ty France at 49, okay. Uh, Carlos Santana at 32, like – I think these are all bats that we can uh, deploy against Stripling here. And I, I do want to, after we get off the pot, I'm going to try to watch some of this game they have tonight against the Toronto bullpen game. Just kind of see how it's going, because uh, I do think that could give us a good indication about how they handle Stripling. Because Stripling isn't going to go deep. No, no, no more than five innings, and if it's going bad, he's probably around four. All right. We finish it out with the – Cubs and the Dodgers eight and a half total here. Dodgers a big 235 favorite. We got Thompson against Anderson. Any interest here in Keegan Thompson going up against the Dodgers? No. I mean, this guy, he's not a terrible pitcher by any means. He's had some big upside spots. Um, uh, the Dodgers are just so good. They're, they're such a tough team to take pitchers against on really any slate. They, they walk a lot. They don't strike out a ton. They have a ton of power. Um, so most days for me, right-handed pitchers against the Dodgers are going to be a pass. Um, any interest here in Tyler Anderson? I think Tyler Anderson is okay. Um, 
but at 9,400, I just can't do it. Like, from a props perspective, like, maybe I take him over. He's probably going to come in at 50. Uh, he might come in at 17 and a half pitching outs on this slate. If so, I think I'd take the over. Uh, if he comes in at 16 and a half, definitely probably taking the over, um, which, you know, isn't that big of a difference to me. In the strikeout department, probably comes in at four and a half. Maybe I take the over. In fantasy, where he's 9,400, I'm just kind of not interested. All right. Um, yeah, I don't think I – I want to see what the lineup looks like. Contreras is banged up. If he's not back in there, it could be a little bit easier lineup. But, I mean, Suzuki, Wisdom, Hap. Um, if Contreras is in there, Contreras is smashing left-handed pitching this season. So, let's talk bats. I mean, pretty much just said it. Like, if Contreras is in there, he has a 450 ISO against left-handed pitching this season with a 60% hard hit rate. Wisdom has a ton of power. Suzuki has a ton of power. Probably wouldn't stack the Cubs, but I don't mind some one-offs here. Mm, yeah, I'm definitely not stacking the Cubs either. Um, you talked about Contreras, who, you know, has got some power for sure. Wisdom, he's got some power, but it's also going to strike out a bunch. I'm probably just going to avoid the Cubs. Um, I've got enough respect for Tyler Anderson here to just kind of say, ah, forget about it. I don't think the Cubs are going to beat me in a tournament today. Dodgers bats. I mean, I've been playing the Dodgers all year. I'm not stopping here. I will say that this isn't my favorite spot to stack the Dodgers because Thompson does a great job of generating soft contact. Um, and doesn't typically give up a lot of home runs, but he is a guy. I mean, he gave up three home runs against the Dodgers earlier this year. He definitely a tough spot for him. Not playing Thompson like the Dodgers. Love Freddie. And Mookie Betts at 5,300. Like, I feel like people are maybe hopping off the Mookie train, Stevie, overall. But, it, I mean, it's just a matter of time before he goes on a, a, a big tear here. So, at 5,300, I like him a lot. A lot of people have been playing a whole lot of Trey Turner, and for good reason. I'm not going to skip over Trey, but. Um, I think with the, the the way the lineup bills are shaking out, Steven, if you can get in two cheaper pitchers, like when you can get Bassett and Giolito, like this is the day to take some shots on a team like this where you can get maybe three or four of their upper tier bats. Um, like you might be able to get Mookie, Trey, and Freddie here. And to me, that's going to be a very, very different bill than, than possibly what the field is going to do. Um so, yeah, I, I'm in on uh, on the Dodgers for sure. I like them a lot. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here for today. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you like today? Man, Stevie, isn't this one just free? Like, it's loaded today. Just give me Giolito. Like, it's so easy. Yeah, I like that one. I'm going to go Aaron Ashby. Against I like Pittsburgh. that one too. Yep. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Give me. Man, I think we got a fair amount of candidates here. Stevie, I think I'm going with, with uh, 
I think I'm going with Pablo Lopez. I think that's kind of an off the beaten path one, but his struggles on the road, the Mets have been hitting really well. I, I, I like the Pablo Lopez under here. Don't mind that. Um, I'm going to take the free one and go George Kirby against Toronto. Yeah. Uh, over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got going yard today? Probably should have written this one down. <sighs> Give me Jose Ramirez against Singer. All right. I'm going to – mine's barely over 4K. I'm going to go Matt Olson at 4,300. That's a good call. Give me a guy under 4K to get two hits today. Now, this one is fairly easy for me, Stevie. We talked about it. I think this guy, I think, I think he's going to be in the lineup yet again. Give me Matt Carpenter at 3,700. Oh, you took my guy. I like I did. it. Wow. Oh, yeah. He should be in there. I, I like him a lot. Um, I'll go back to Atlanta. I really like Atlanta today. This is a very talented young hitter that gets overlooked a lot because he hits towards the bottom of the lineup. But give me Harris. Um, he's been mashing. Yeah. Yeah, so you might only get like a home run instead of two hits, but um, I, I really like Harris. I play him in my Brave stacks every time. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Give me – I know you like Atlanta. Man, listen, I got a funny feeling about Cleveland today, man. Give me Cleveland. I am not going to take Atlanta even though I, I really love them today. But I am going to take Baltimore uh, against Deepmers today. I really like Baltimore. So there you go. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Oh, man, this is a good pod. I, I had tons of fun as usual. Um, head over to Monkey Knife Fight, two people, and get on some of the early lines if you haven't already. Uh, I did start posting the prop shop because when I get off this pod, I'm going to bed. So I want to get that to the people, but um, yeah, it should be good. I'm about to drop a five pick disc golf pick in the prop shop. So Ooh. if you, if you are in the prop shop, then you're going to see my disc golf um, five for five, which kind of stinks. Cause it's only eight X. I hate that they're doing oh, this, yeah. but um, I was, I was struggling to find like an over that I like, cause this course that they're playing this weekend is very scorable. Um, okay. So I, I like a lot of, I like a lot of unders um, this weekend. I think we're going to see. So I'm going to post that over there. Um, if you haven't already, why are you not in the Rotor Grinders Discord? Rotogrinders.com backslash Discord. Jump in there. The prop shop is free. Chiefs prop shop right there. Jump on that. So. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We will be back on Monday talking some baseball. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Good luck, and we'll see you then.